This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661. I had time for a Hey, I Was Wondering. Uh, If you have a Hey, I Was Wondering question and we end up using it, you get valuable Eric in the Morning travel mugs. All right, mug, not plural, mug. Uh, in order to drive to work with. Nice uh, this guys. comes to us from Maureen. Hey, Eric, I wanted to know, have you done any quick follow-ups with Whip and his new turtle in the backyard? Oh, man. Yeah. I remember we had heard the story that Whip has a uh, has a handyman who is a side gig, which and I always thought sometimes handyman is the side gig. Mm-hmm. But that's his primary. His side gig is, uh, is rogue turtle rescuing. This is not a joke. He will find turtles uh, on the side of the road, or maybe if they've been, uh, you know, hit by a car or something, and he will nurse them back to health. Not even a joke at all. And so he does this like, he in has, his backyard? Uh, I think so, yeah, or in his house or something. I don't know. I've never been to his house. But he has a truck, you know, where he has his handyman stuff. And then sometimes he'll come over and he'll be like, hey, guess what I've got back here? And he'll have a freaking turtle back there. Right. How often do you come across turtles, though? You know, I don't see them very often. I don't either. But I think whatever route he drives and wherever he lives, he may be okay. driving by some kind of a pond uh, area, a forest preserve, something like that, where he sees them more often than many people do. Ooh, so okay. you had him over yeah. to do some work and he's yeah. like hey i got a turtle and i don't have time to take it back to wherever i take my turtle so do you mind if i put it in your kid's backyard pool that's right so we filled up the baby pool and put the turtle in that gave it a little bit of shrimp and a couple of leaves or something yeah, and sure. uh, he told you to give the turtle shrimp that's what he said to do <laughs> yeah so and he, and he actually uh he repaired the turtle's shell which was a little bit cracked How's he do that? Uh, you know, he had some like kind of spackle? method. No, literally, I think he put some kind of That's a... That's a fun word, by the way. Spackle, spackle is fun. <laughs> yeah, I think he actually literally put some tape on there and then had some twine and some things he did. I don't know, but he knows what he's Will doing. a turtle's shell m- I, I, meld I, itself back together? Either it'll fuse back together or somehow or another he had a plan to make it fuse back together. So after a day or two, he took the turtle back. And that was all I knew. Right. So lived in our backyard baby pool for a couple days. Did you have to take shrimp back to it every day? Uh, a couple times, yeah. But uh, then eventually he went back, and I, I don't know like the it, status uh, of the turtle. Does it like it like as a shrimp cocktail, or does it prefer it scampy style? <laughs> fried. Yeah. Fried shrimp. Fried, said, you know fried. What? Not very Thanks healthy. Anyway, go back in and have that thing fried. Yeah. Not very healthy, but okay. <laughs> yep. You say so. So he took the turtle back, and he haven't heard anything more about Spiky the turtle. I haven't. Spiky? It was Spiky, yeah, because he had like a spiky tail. He he was huge, by the way. If I didn't get this across, he was a humongous like turtle. How heavy just, would you say? Ah, uh, man, I don't know. He, how, how heavy is a turtle? Like it felt like he was pounds? well, not quite fifty pounds, but probably maybe like ten or fifteen pounds, something like wow. that. Uh, he was humongous. Okay. Did you yeah. get a picture? Yeah, I got a picture. I, I okay. think I sent that to Violetta. So you, if you don't have it, I got another one for you. Did, if you want, did he send it to Violetta? Yes, he did. Did we post it? Yes, we did. Okay. But we can post it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and if there's any way. Uh, you can get an update on Spikey. I will. Uh, has Spikey gone gone back into the wilderness, or is he living in the backyard of your handyman's house now? I don't know. Just For enjoying sure. shrimp. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm him. I don't want to leave. Right. Getting, <laughs> getting a right. plate of uh, shrimp scampi and pasta brought to me every night. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Life's why, never why been leave? so easy. Right. Father's Day. All Dad Thursday here. Father's Day coming up on Sunday. What do you want? Brand new shirt? Some new Natty Daddy lemonade? <laughs> A home-cooked meal? Nah. You want other more expensive, profound things like Eldon at number three? Good morning, Eric and Hi. team. Hi. What would you like for Father's Day? 
The uh, Land Rover Range Rover. You know, don't want to ask for much. Right. <laughs> oh, to Brand course new not. Range Rover to start Father's Day. That's well, not a keychain. Is it too yeah. much to ask for the patriarch of the family? We have settled for a, a gift card to Starbucks. Yeah, right. Bill, what do you want for Father's Day tied at number three? A new Swiss Army knife. New Swiss Army knife. Okay. Yeah. That's doable. So you can go out and do Army knife things. You guys do need those in your pocket at all times. We do? Yes. Somehow I've made it to this point in my life without one of those in my pocket. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I haven't ever had a time where I've thought, you know what? I could really use a Swiss Army knife right now. Oh, You don't realize it. How many times have you been in a bind? You're like, I can't do anything. But if you had the knife, you would have been fine. I don't know if I had those binds. (laughs) At number two, Chris, what do you want for Father's Day? A World War II audio book. There you go. Oh, look at that. That's a dad thing. Sit in your brand new Range Rover, listen to your World War II audio book. That's great. And finally, in at number one, nothing says Happy Father's Day than given what Woody wants, which is? Leave me the hell alone. There it is. <laughs> no yeah. problemo. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to sit out here with my Swiss Army knife in the garage, not knowing what to do with myself. Drinking Natty Daddy lemonade. Yeah. I don't know that I should have sharp objects in my hands after about the third one of those. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to you. I spent hours putting together four and a half hours of show. <laughs> I, you know, one thing leading into another, all these different things. People are like, hey, remember that one time you couldn't get your shoe tied? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, I still think about that. Yeah. It's the little two. moments. 233-1019. John. It's the uh, it's it's when Via Levis said she's never clipped her own toenails. I just I can't. I, I is it many is it many petties for her life? I mean, she pampered that much. I, I guess so. I... I know what you're talking about, John. Yeah, because I had been saying that I clipped my toenails, and Violetta's like, oh, <gasps> <laughs> you, you you clip your own your own toenails? They they let people do that? My uh, yeah, my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, hi there, other John. <laughs> the other John. Other John. Uh, you haven't you haven't done it in a while, but once upon a time, Eric, you would frequently refer to my band name in college, or they're playing Lollapalooza. Oh, band name I've, jokes. Yes, and I've adopted it to the extent that I'm now known around work as. Was that your band name in college, John? Yeah, that was my <laughs> band name in college. Yeah. Like clip-on toenails. Yeah. yeah, right. That was my band name in college. <laughs> Giraffe Lashes. Giraffe Lashes. Awesome band at Lollapalooza. Hey, Dan, what do you remember? A lot of people bring this one up. Oh, and Melissa used to do her sexy traffic. I know. It was like, then it started to turn into porn traffic. Especially when it was raining, I was the best. Yeah, oh, I know. that's so... Oh, I, I forgot about that. That was, that was very creepy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, hours and hours and days and days and months and months preparing shows, Vicky, and all you remember is what? I remember when Big Karlowski walked into the glass. That is one of my oh, favorite yeah, moments. That is one of my favorite stories. You actually told that story so well, like step oh, by step, did. that you could visualize exactly how it happened. It was Vicky, hilarious. I wish you could have seen it. And wasn't he making fun of people he that was. did it? He was. Right. Yeah, so yeah. what happened is we were oh, on a we boat. We were on a, we were on a boat. Uh, the whole staff's on a boat, like for the summer party, Vicky. Yes. And uh, Big Karowski and I, one of the boats out on Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. are standing on, on the back of the boat, and they've got these glass doors that slide open like when you go in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. It's already started. <laughs> they slide open. But they kept them so clean 
you couldn't see that they were actually doors. I mean, you, it was like a bird would fly right into them, kind of. And so we sat there, we were having our cocktails, and we just watched the staff walk into the doors. Oh, one after another, we laughed till we stopped. It was hilarious. And then we got done with about six people doing it, and Big Karwowski's like, all right, I gotta go to the bathroom, I'll be right back. And he walked in. And I sat there waiting. I see him. He go walks in. He disappears. He comes back. He comes strolling through in that big, long, six foot seven gate. Strolling through. He's got a good head of steam up and bam, right into the door. I saw it like happen in slow motion. I thought he was doing a bit. Right. And then, nope. I mean, he hit that thing hard. The thing's rattling. And you could see, like, I was close enough that I could see as his face smashed against it. You could see his face smashing flat. And then he bounced back, and there's a big grease mark where his head hit. That was a good thing. And he was dazed. Because, I mean, he hit that thing at full stride. And you guys had full contact the whole time. I almost flipped over the side of the boat. He walked out and go... That, tell me you didn't just do that. <laughs> We've been making fun of people for an hour for doing that. Like 12 seconds ago we did. Oh, that couldn't be I, any more perfect. I think about it at work and just start laughing. It was unbelievable. He had a big mark on his head and, the, and his drink splashed all over the glass. Yeah. Uh, flying into the oh window. Oh my god, it was oh unbelievable. That's amazing. Oh, you're gonna call it? Oh my god. It was the greatest day. Yeah. Yeah, what wouldn't my finest call? <laughs> oh Remember god. you I mean you hit that yeah, thing I know, hard. I know. It's still kind of it's still kind of smart. <laughs> there is no doubt they needed to put you in the concussion protocol after yeah. that one. <laughs> I lost that and the oh worst boy. person to see it, you yeah. Eric, well, out of yeah, all no, people. Uh, yeah, cause, yeah, because what we said is Eric told the boat like in a split second. And <laughs> I ran around to the people. He's like, who, who else, can, I, can I tell the captain? No, he already knows. No. Oh yeah, God. I jumped overboard, swam to shore to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the greatest. Thank you, Big Karwowski. Heading into Father's Day weekend. Traits we got from Dad in three words and three words only. Take grilling seriously. Really corny jokes. Asleep on couch. Ask your mother. And what? Uh, your dad. Your relationship with your dad in three words and three words only. Yes, Jillian, your three words are? Fixes my car. Fixes my car. Oh, yeah. oh that's He's good. like a super dad. Speaking of super dad. Donna, three words and three words only. Me, Donna? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a... Oh, sorry. Hi, guys. Um, Hi. The Energizer Bunny. Energizer Bunny. The Energizer Bunny. That's good. All right. Oh, I think Rick and Violetta might have the same father. Rick. <laughs> Socks and sandals. There you go. Socks <laughs> and sandals. Oh, it's a good look on Bronco. Aha. Uh-huh. Three words and three words only. Rachel. Buy me smoke. Buy me smokes. Whoa, okay. <laughs> I already know that's what? Melissa's favorite. Yeah. Smoking. It is funny, she though. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know. Ha. <laughs> Uh, three words and three words only. Your relationship with Dad, Susan. Animals in boxes. Animals in boxes. All right, everybody hang on. You could be winning prizes. Okay. You could be winning prizes. Joe. Farts too much. Farts too oh, much. man. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a great dad. And finally, three words, Alex, to describe your father. The old pot liquor. Old pot liquor. <laughs> old pot liquor? Uh, what? I don't know if I can yeah, follow that. Yeah, you've never that heard that phrase. No, the old I don't know. Pot that... liquor. What is it? Yeah, what is the old pot liquor? I don't know. It's something you always use. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. It well, can whatever. mean anything. I guess you want. Uh, Melissa, oh. you're voting for. Uh, I think 
I'm going with farts too much. I'm shocked. I am shocked. Whip. I got to go old pot liquor, Eric. Old pot liquor. <laughs> Violetta. Old pot liquor? Old pot liquor. No one knows what it means. So it's <laughs> Even Alex is like, I don't know. It's just dad. The old pot liquor. What the heck? Uh, hi, Alex. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> oh, right? okay. That's cool. what my Thanks. dad would say to me. I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Good. We gather here together for Crazy Bridal Corner. These people are absolutely crazy. Scream. Wow. Thank you. Uh, it's time for Crazy Bridal Corner. Okay. Day four. I, I saw all these stories start to stack up. You know, June, a big bridal month normally. Yeah. Big wedding month. Yeah. Now in the times that we live in, that's changing for a lot of people. They're having to readjust schedules and timing and get new dates and while still trying to maintain the traditions that have long been established by their families. Mm-hmm. The weird freaking traditions. <sighs> okay. Like this one. I don't want to take part in my fiance's sex ritual on our wedding night, but I still want to marry her. Oh, oh is right. Did you say so, sex ritual? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> did you, did you, did you revisit the sex ritual I, part? I did. Okay. So I'm a 23-year-old man getting married to my girlfriend. She's 23 as well. Early next year, if all goes as planned. A few nights ago, we were discussing wedding plans and thinking about places to go on our honeymoon. She tells me there's a really old tradition in her family on the wedding night. Here's what it is. The husband and wife go into the master bedroom together and are supposed to consummate the marriage. Okay. The rest of the family waits outside the door (gasps) so they can applaud them and cheer them when they come out. No. Then a piece of the bed sheet is cut off and sewn into a big tapestry my girlfriend's mother owns. Why? I told you it's crazy brown uh, corner. Some I told what? you I was gonna catch you off guard with this one. Yeah, you very I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> no, no, I'm absolutely don't. freaked that I told her under no circumstances will I be doing that kind of thing in front of her whole family. When I came back from taking a walk to clear my head, she was noticeably uh, quiet and still is. I think she's been texting her family about this because I received a text from her mom Uh-oh. telling me that I don't understand the importance of family and tradition yet, and this kind of tradition has been around longer than I've been alive. I don't know if I'm meant to go on from here. How do I handle her family and navigate this tradition? Wow, that is, that's asking a lot. Oh, boy. That's not I've, the place I'd want to be either. I've, I've heard of, a you know... Wedding night rituals before, but never one like this. Yeah, that's that's so invasive. <laughs> like, why would someone? Uh, can you pick a different word? <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't even know if invasive. Mm-hmm. Are we saying there, Viola? <sighs> I don't. I just couldn't imagine. You know, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa. Standing outside the door. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Like that was the quickest uh, thirty seconds. Ever. <laughs> Fantastic. And you can't look them in the eye after that. No. Oh. Certain certain traditions, you know, everything's got to come to an end. I was so going to say, that one needs to be broken. <laughs> let's talk about a wedding night traditions <laughs> and rituals. Were there any that you know of, you've heard of, or maybe you experienced when you got married? A wedding night tradition or ritual? Maybe not on the creeper factor that this one is. Or maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe somebody is listening heard this go, yeah, yeah, I know that Yeah, one. I did that. That yeah, would that, be really that, cool. That, that actually happened. Yeah, if you can top that one, mm-hmm. we need to hear from you. <laughs> that would be something. 
312-233-1019. Are you aware of any wedding night rituals either that you heard about? You know, you went to the wedding and uh, people said, well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? You're like, what? I've never heard of such a thing. Or maybe one that you, I don't know, participated in. 312-233-1019. Hang on, Bill. We're going to get to you in just a second. Hey, Renee, speaking of bed sheets, what, what's the ritual? Okay, a friend of mine, her mother told the groom that if she could inspect their consummated bed sheets, you know, from the wedding night, and she saw what she wanted to see, she would give him 10 grand. What I kid you not. <laughs> I think we can't go I, into I, it. It's, it's, that's a Dateline episode. Yeah, we can't go into yeah. it. What? Yeah. 10,000 bucks. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. That makes this story what? that I just share sound normal. <laughs> yeah, it most does. certainly does. That is over the top. Are all the calls about consum- consummation? What's that? Are all the calls about consummating the wedding? What is that again? <laughs> What's it called? Combination of consummate and constipate <laughs> is what she just did there. Right. Yeah, she did. Uh, uh, which is kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> uh, Bill. Hey, guys. How's it going? A strange wedding ritual and tradition. All right, so uh, I was at a wedding. The four brothers carried the bride via chair down the hall to her bedroom where the husband was waiting. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hold on, Bill. You were at this wedding where this happened? Yeah, distant cousins. Distant cousins. Distant, very, Tennessee very distant. bound hillbilly cousins. <laughs> yeah. So they lift the bride, the four brothers do. They lift her in a chair oh. and carry her into the bedroom where the fifth brother's down. waiting. Down the hall, from the banquet room to the bedroom. Oh, my God. And it's like they're delivering her. Wow. Wow. It was outrageous. Wow. I like the idea of just being carried somewhere, but not like that. That's uh, I don't know that there's enough open bar there, Bill, for me to manage that if I'm a guest. There was not. Wow. Next morning, Mindbender time. New survey says the average age that you start to become your father is what? Like, Whip, do you think you've become your father? Uh, yeah, in certain ways, I suppose. Uh, I actually think it might be in reverse. I think you might be older than him. Well, that may be true. <laughs> he might be becoming you. Maybe very true. Yeah. Uh, am I supposed to guess an age? No. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, I sure. would say like uh, 38, maybe. Yeah, what do you think, Melissa? I was going to say 35. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Violetta? Mm, like 50? The average age you become Bronco. 50? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you start to become your father, according to a survey, the average age being what, Sherry? 35. 35. No, a little bit older. Okay. A little bit older, a little bit older. Hi, Lisa. Hey, how are you? Uh, the average age you start to become your father. 37. Exactly oh, right. Oh, there we go. Okay. About 37, all guys are like, yeah, got to go out and, I don't know, mulch. I don't even know why, but I just <laughs> feel like mulching right. is in my blood now. Totally. Like, sit in the garage. I don't even have anything to mulch. Right. I'm just going to try to do it and right. see how it feels. <laughs> Drink yeah. a couple beers. Uh, the average age is 37 when you start to become your father. 68% of those surveyed said they feel more like their father with every passing year, I would imagine so. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They plan to shell out close to $100 on a gift for dad this year, while 1 in 10 said they plan on spending more than 200 The top traits respondents think they get from their dads is taking grilling very seriously mm-hmm. at number oh, yeah. one. You have to. <laughs> That's why I got myself a brand new grill. Although my dad yeah. doesn't grill at all. Really? Ever. Huh? Never. I don't know that I've ever even seen my dad grill. Oh, now, here's okay. the thing. I bet if you introduced it to him and nope. had him see, I, he'd jump on board. Nope. I tried. No we bought him a grill. He doesn't do anything. Everything's right. better it's on never. the grill. That's true. Never. 
Repair things instead of buy them new. That's oh, another top trait uh, respondents think they get from their dads. Another one I didn't get from my dad. No? We can't fix a thing. No, just buy it new. <laughs> yep, can't can't fix a thing. Tell your kids to go ask their mother. That one I do. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to clear it with her anyway. Hello, Harry Connick Jr. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi. How are you? I'm great. Are you, are you down in uh, the Big Easy, down in uh, in New Orleans? No, I'm, I'm in Connecticut, actually. We live in Connecticut. Oh, okay. All what? Right. All right, yeah. I, I <laughs> thought you were so surprised. Yeah. You Our new guy is so thrown by that. <laughs> you are so associated. I just feel like you're just planted in New Orleans. I know. I'm there, I'm there a lot, like probably a dozen times a year. I go, well, I haven't been able to go as much during the lockdown, but uh, I'm there all the time. I spend, you know, a lot of time down there. I uh, saw you a couple of different uh, events and a couple of different involved things during the stay-at-home order, and it looked like uh, you were in your piano room. Do you have a piano room at your house, Harry? I think I have a piano in every room in my house. Nice. <laughs> Not the bathroom, though. Nice. <laughs> well. Nice. Just a keyboard in there. So, you know, you don't want to get crazy yeah. over the top. Coming up on Sunday, Father's Day. Harry's going to be hosting United We Sing, a Grammy tribute to the unsung heroes. How did all this come about, Harry? Well, we were stuck at home in quarantine like everybody else, and I was talking to my daughter, Georgia, who's 24. She's a filmmaker. I said, Georgia, let's go rent an RV and drive across the country and thank all of these amazing people. She said, well, who are you talking about? I said, well, I want to thank sanitation workers and hospital cleaning staff and mm-hmm. truckers, pe- people that don't get a lot of clock on the news, um, but without whom we would not have the the lives that we have. And, and um, they keep the country running. So we, we rented an RV and CBS followed us and filmed us. And I called up some of my showbiz friends. I said, listen, I want to thank these folks. Do you guys want to be a part of it? And they said, yes. So what I would do was thank the people and then I'd have an iPad and on Zoom would be Oprah or Sandra Bullock, Renee Zellweger, Jamie Foxx, Queen Latifah, Brad Pitt, um, and they they thank these these incredible people in in you know on the Zoom call. And then I wanted to have a lot of music, so you know we thanked them with music. I played music for them in New Orleans. I had my buddies went and Bradford Marsalis and Dave Matthews, Tim McGraw, and so it's it's really a, a, an entertain a piece of entertainment just to say thanks to these incredible people. This sounds really, really cool. How long did all of this take you? Well, it's funny because, you know, obviously the idea didn't happen until very recently. And then I called CBS. I said, look, I'm going to rent an RV. I'm going to drive it myself. You guys in. And they're like, uh, okay. And we just started doing it. And then, you know, before we knew it, I mean, it took us, probably eight days to drive to stop to into film in new orleans and then when george and i were driving back uh, to connecticut we're like wait what what just happened i think i blacked out i mean it was so <laughs> it was so crazy and, and what great timing really too uh, doing it on sunday father's day it's a, a great timing because you're out as a father out with your daughter doing this it's uh, it all is has a perfect synergy to it it feels right, and and I think you know if y'all see it and and your listeners see it, it's 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 very inspiring. Let's put it that way. Just seeing these people, I, I felt so honored to be able to talk to them. And I mean, these like there's a woman in Newark, New Jersey. She's a teacher of these underserved kids, 
they don't have internet, they don't have computer, they can't do online learning. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she goes to their house every day and teaches them from her car wow. and throws candy to them. I mean, Aww. it's it's wow. absolutely incredible the dedication that these people have or the people at the boys and girls club in Kosciuszko, mississippi somebody at the food bank tested positive so they had to shut the food bank down so these folks said okay we'll feed the two thousand children a day that need to be fed i mean these people are unbelievable and you'd never even know they were there so uh it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff we'll be looking for it united we sing a grammy tribute to the unsung heroes on cbs here in uh, chicago cbs 2 on sunday it airs from seven to nine central time so we'll be on the lookout for that yes but yeah you're special i mean is it during it or something that people can donate to a couple of charities that you're featuring also yeah we we have some some very special uh places that we're trying to raise uh, money for so people can contribute to uh, No Kid Hungry, Ellis Marcellus Center for Music, Conscious Alliance, Music Cares. Uh, there's two food insecurity programs, No Kid Hungry. Um, it's 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 very cool. We we listen to, to put it bluntly, uh, the the people in in uh, communities of color have experienced uh, disproportionate numbers uh, with with COVID nineteen and and. All of this money is going to go to kids in underserved communities, and uh, you know we're we're trying to keep a conversation going that needs to happen. So I hope y'all can watch. I hope you enjoy it, and um, you know hope we can make a little bit of a difference for sure. That's you know, great. Uh, Harry, I always have uh, loved your music, and I find this interesting too because I loved you uh, your acting as well. And you mentioned Georgia, your daughter is an aspiring filmmaker. If she said to you, Dad, I've got this project I'm putting together. I feel like this is a, a an indie movie that I could do. Would you star in it? Uh, what would happen then? I mean, I, real, honestly, like 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 uh, my daughter Kate, my second daughter, mm-hmm. she's got a clothing line, right. um, and she's never asked us for anything, and she's really struggling because it's hard, um, and that's tough. You you got to figure it out. So <laughs> if if my appearance in a movie with Georgia, right. Um, would, would would give first kind of some unfair advantage? Uh, I, no, I don't think. I'd say go find somebody else to do you. Wow. There, what if you know, she said? There. What if she said to you, "Okay, no problem. Can you call Brad Pitt for me?" <laughs> <laughs> I say now you're now you're talking. See, now you're thinking right. She might not even want you, Dad. <laughs> That's great. Harry, That's right. She, she, she's, but she had to give me the first ask, knowing right. that I'd decline. Right. Right. <laughs> United We Sing, a Grammy tribute to the Unsung Heroes, Sunday night on CBS. Harry, we're going to be watching. All the best to you and your family. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. There he is. Passing forward. I love this guy. He's a great guy. Great, great guy. This is the Eric in the Morning podcast, brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661.